Welcome to Season 2 of the Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon Pirrett, co-host with Dean Curry. If you enjoyed Season 1, then Season 2 is going to blow your mind. Let me assure you this, it will be disreputable. The topics, the guests, everything we talk about is going to be disreputable and it's just for you. Thank you for listening. Now enjoy Season 2 of the Disreputable Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Episode 2 of our Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm here with my co-host Dean and our very special guest, Matt Welch, Matthew Welch. Do you prefer Matthew or Matt? I like Matthew. You like Matthew? Yeah. So good to have you. Matthew Thank Welch. You. Good to be here. You're a good friend. Yeah. And, and uh, in this community, we're in the Pacific Northwest, USA. This man, his business, what you've built at Auburn Volkswagen. Yeah. Is known all around the state for excellence. Yeah. You, you're doing it, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. How long have you been in this? We're, we're having a lot of fun. Yeah. And right now, uh, the national stuff is, is all around the country. For, national for Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Yeah. And national. you've been in the business for how long? 28 years. It, as an owner? No, as an owner, uh, 2006. So this will be my 14th year. 13th so you've seen years. it from every angle. Started selling cars in 1991. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Just started selling cars in 1991 and worked my way up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been a... It's been quite interesting for 20 years yeah. in the auto tough, tough business. Tough business, yeah. And you you went through something, and, and we're going to talk about uh, hard work environments, difficult work environments. Yeah. Tell them why before I get into it. Yeah, well, we've had a couple people that have sent in um, some questions about how to either employees on how to navigate through a we, toxic work environment. We don't have employees. We have team members. Okay. Team members, that, I'm sure we'll talk about that. Yeah. Team members on how to navigate through toxic work environments and then CEOs, presidents, business owners on, hey, how do I create a healthy work environment? Right. Yeah. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk through today. But, and but this man that. walked through one of the biggest scandals in corporate history. I think the title of this is Disreputable. Yeah. 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 I lived it. Yeah. Yeah, I lived it. Because uh, 2015. 2015, front page New York September Times. September 18th. Wow. September 18th. Uh, we got the word from the federal government to stop selling diesels and that you, uh, Volkswagen corporate is in violation of a lot of things. They've been doing a lot of things uh, in Germany. Uh, mm. And uh, yeah, it went on for now it's four and a half years, a little over four years. Wow. To dealing with that, so immediately there was a massive impact uh, in Auburn, Washington, everywhere, everywhere. I mean, in Seattle and Auburn, if you drove a diesel Volkswagen, people would key you, people, right. you know, all kinds of crazy uh, stuff around. Uh, and I was in Green Bay going to a Seahawks game and uh, with my bride, and we flew home, got home at about 4 a.m., went to the store, put out a public statement uh, that we care for our customers, we love people. We didn't know anything and pull, we pulled everything off. And then um, really we walked through the fire. And wow. it, it was pretty, talk about disreputable, but what was what was really so cool about it is we love to bless the community. Right. And we doubled down on blessing our people, communicating. We made videos and podcasts. And but that's counterintuitive because you're leaking money. Yeah. I mean, whenever people go through a crisis, yeah. Money becomes a, a pinch point. Yeah. And so uh, if you're having to pull product off that you... Yeah, right. 
So 40% of our business. So what's the thinking? 40%. 40%. So what's the thinking? Explain to people because when they, yeah. the, 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 I think the human tendency is to crawl into your cave yeah. and start in conservation, but you start serving the community more. more. Yeah. yeah. We um, feel that we're to be a light in the community, mm-hmm. our business, to bless people. Our, our, our mission statement is to bless our team members, our customers, and the community in that order. And I'll talk about that later when we talk about leadership. In this particular case, we wanted everyone that had them. I, I had to do the research quick to figure out exactly what it was. And it ended up being a gram of Knox gas. And it was the cars still get 50 miles to the gallon. The cars are still, but there's going to be a fix. There's going to be, they're going to make it right. I mean, I was on ABC, NBC, did an interview with NPR. And every time we talked to everyone who's got one of these cars, Loves the car. My yeah. wife had one. I mean, you, you get seven, eight hundred miles on a tank. Right. right. There's no other car in the market that does that. Right. Uh, you can drive for a month on one tank of diesel. Right. So, wow. uh, is uh, extremely unfortunate. And they cheated. They got caught. They cheated, and no one knew except internally. And it'll right. come out later in books and movies and all that. Sure. But at the time of walking through a business in Auburn, Washington, we decided to love more. Yeah, that's what we decided to, and and we really started a communication thread at our store with our people. We had meetings with all seventy people wow. uh, regularly, uh, updating. I did videos. Uh, seventy for, employees. Yeah, seventy team members. Team members. And, team members. And, yeah. and uh, <laughs> we did videos Good. regularly. Good. Yeah. That's culture, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what he's teaching us. Yeah, man. yeah. He's, he's teaching us. We don't do that. Yeah, and that's how you change culture. And he's quick to. You're quick right. to. To change, yeah. When you hear words that, because you create a habit, right? And and the habit is team members, right? So where did so, where did where did I mean I I know where that came yeah. from. How hard was that then to to uh, spread Good throughout question. your yeah. staff? Because you start, we're going to start calling each other team members. Yeah. No more employees. Yeah. How many months, years is it is it still being integrated? Yeah, yeah. we're still we're still making the team member. My bride is our compliance manager, Amy okay. Welch. And she is making a team member handbook right now. Nice. And uh, it, it really, as you said, for leaders in this, right. when you go into an organization that's dysfunctional or toxic work environment, mm-hmm. um, I've, I've had I've done that three times. Mm-hmm. And as as the leader stepped into it, mm-hmm. uh, you have to immediately gain trust and immediately start relationship. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about relationship. In, in any relationship, you guys do this for a living. Right. Everybody has relationships, and it always comes out of communication. Yeah. So how are you going to communicate? So the first meetings, I'll never forget 2006, I said, I want to meet with all 65 people in groups of 15, two technicians, two car wash people, two receptionists, two practice. office people, two in groups of 15 in wow. two days yeah. at 10 and 2 for an hour. And guess what you heard? Oh, am I going to get paid for this? Do I have to clock in for this? Uh, no, no, no. We're going to set. That was how it started. So right. that's what you're walking into. Oh, who's these guys? Oh, who's this? You know, right. and really um, it was, hey, this is a state of the union and we're going to meet regularly and mm. we're going to listen to you. Mm. And so some of the, you, as a leader and, and leaders know this, you always want to be learning. Right. Absorbing information. Right. right? So right. right now I'm, I'm reading two books at a time always. One as I drive right. in the car. Audio. Audio and, university. And, and one yeah. Right. Yeah. And one paper. Right. right. And so right now the one right. I'm reading is the new gold standard 
about the Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company huh. Wow. in paper, right? And I'm reading another one called Can't Hurt Me uh, from David Goggins. That's about mental. Yeah, you gave that to me. Yeah, I just gave that right to you. Right here. Why? What's this? This is one of the best um, three leaders that I highly respect said this was the best book they read last year out of all 40 wow. to 50, however many they'd read. Right. And so I grabbed it and I'm about 75% through the audiobook. And it is it is about what the human mind is capable of mm -hmm. and how to apply that into your life. Mm -hmm. This one particularly uh, speaks to leadership in a customer service Excellence. industry. Yeah. Excellence. And how do you do mm -hmm. it? And when you look at the principles right. of this book, the new gold standard, Rich Carlton, it is... Uh, you can apply them to any customer service right. industry. Right. You can take the simple principles, and what they are is communication. So, right. what what business are you with? Yeah, love. <laughs> uh, we have a saying: Let's go stir up some love around here. So, me and a few guys will just and gals will just say, "Hey, let's go stir up some love," and you just do a walk around the store, right. walk through, high five the technicians. How's your kid? Hey, what's the latest in kindergarten? What's the, what's happening with your? Yeah. And so, we, we, it's a, it's a love tour where you so, walk around. So, at least twice a day. This is a, we, we have all sorts of people that listen and watch, you know. Yeah, and and we're we're people of faith, as are you. Yeah, but it's not a Christian podcast, right? Uh, but. When somebody, when a business owner says, I'm in the love business, people usually think BS. Yeah, sure. But when you said that, yeah. I, I want to say that that resonated with me because I feel like I'm regularly on the end of your stirring up love. I'm, I'm getting texts from Matt Welch. Uh, you know, I'm getting calls. I'm getting voicemails. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't just do that at work. That's what I'm saying. Right. No, it's it's relational. Yeah. And again, relational comes down to communication. Right. And so our, uh, John Maxwell book I read about 15 years ago was, was talking about how, what are the ways of communication you can use in your organization? Right. And one of them is newsletters. You know, all 65 people get a newsletter every other month. Another one is meetings. So we have quarterly meetings where all 65, I still do those 13 right. years later, where twice a year or four times a year, depending yeah. on what's happening in the industry, yeah. we do a state of the union with Two of each from every department, groups of 15. Mm. We talk about what's happened with Volkswagen in the world, what's happened in the U.S., right. what's happened at Auburn Volkswagen, and what we're doing in the community. Mm -hmm. And what you find is, especially the millennials, they, they if you asked today, our headcount's about 72. If you ask the 72 people, what's the number one reason they work there? Because of what we do in the community. What we just came off of. They and they don't necessarily always want to do it, right, but right. they love working for some right. organization that does it. Yeah. Right. Now this Christmas they did it. Because yeah. otherwise they're just moving product. Yeah. But what's your purpose? Right. What did you do? What happened this Christmas? That you uh, we had an event at the store with three of the Seahawks, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and Quentin Jefferson, where we were able to raise fifteen thousand pounds of food for the food bank. Wow. Three Atlas folds of toys for the base. And feed 1,100 uh, meals at the mission. And the Atlas is your biggest. Huge. That's your biggest rate. Huge. Yeah. So when you say three Atlases full. Full of, of toys. Right. That's and the base told us what they needed. We got it. And right. it was incredible. So Why the base? Because you and I, I went to a Seahawk game with you. Seahawks are coming up a lot, by the way. And you're kind of wearing <laughs> Seahawks. But um, I went to a Seahawk game with you. And you brought a soldier. Yeah. The command. Command Chief of the Air Force. Yeah. Wow. The What's the connection there for you? 
we love our military. Mm. Uh, my my bride's sister is a colonel, right, lieutenant colonel right. right now. She's the first woman in 150 years, Rachel Hondred, Colonel wow. Hondred, to be in charge of Charleston for the Army Corps, which is one of the most important ports on the East Coast. Mm. And uh, really uh, neat. But uh, my brother, special ops ranger, uh, for seven years, and uh, we just love the people that serve our country. And on the base, there's a need. There's you know there's 50,000 people in that community. That's a town, and they're human. Right. And there's a need, and there's a lot of things that yeah, they, they see a lot of tough yeah, stuff. Yeah, so when you get the spear. early entrance people, they need help at Christmas. They need help providing right. for their family. They need help, and and we can help provide that. So it's, it's awesome. really cool. Then even more exciting, my team got 40 families from the Auburn Public School counselors and middle schools, and uh, over 112 kids. And my team, person by person. Grabbed a family. Right. One one family had eight kids, right? And and grabbed a family and they did. So 28 nice. of our 68, 70 people, 28 of them right. provided for a family. Yeah. And then my bride and I did the rest. Very uh, and cool. and uh, one of our service advisors led the charge. We had a wrapping station up there for 112 kids, figure four presents a piece. You have 500 presents they wrapped. Wow. Uh, at our dealership on days off. Okay. So I, I sit here two legends in in their particular craft and field and i say to myself somebody's got to push back and go that's great man that's awesome yeah. what about cars yeah what you know what you know what i mean like yeah. what do you say to to answer that question like oh that's i mean you're you're, you're doing a great job for the community okay but how do we how do we move inventory how do yeah. is that even a thought process for yeah. you or are oh, you yeah. like no 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 this is you know i've been building sales teams for 30 years Right. Uh, and, and really, it comes down to purpose and vision. Is your relationship with your customer going to be transactional or relational? Gotcha. If it's transactional, that's kind of uh, the secular world's, you know, hard sales, mm -hmm. traditional history, reputation. Right. So you, so then you're creating unhealthy work environments. Correct. And you're looking to get the most you can. You're right. looking to... To get yours, you look at, and that's right. today's society. Sure, unfortunately, right. but if you can create a culture of relationships, right, with vision and purpose, and why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. Hey, we're still on the podium. We're we're top three, uh, ten of the thirteen years we've been there. We're top three in the state of Washington. That's awesome. yeah. I'm on the national dealer council for Volkswagen. Right. One of twelve out of six hundred. You do it. I mean, from my perspective, you do as much work, yeah, around the country as you do in Auburn. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> but um, well, here's one observation that I'll give leader to leaders. When I walk in your dealership, and I'm probably in there three or four times a year just to see yeah. you half the time, but or get a car, uh, or, mm -hmm. or you know, we bought a bunch of cars. Yeah, from you. thank I know you. Brandon drives. Thank you both. Yeah. Thank yeah. you both. Uh, but I see the same people. This is one thing that's different. Right. Yeah, good point. I see Not the same trail. people. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking about is it Dan? You know, yeah, 15 who, years. Yeah. Like he's there. Yeah. Like, and and I've had experiences other places as has everybody, uh -huh. and like every you go in there two weeks later, like where's the dude? You know, yeah, he's gone. But the churn, yeah, in that business, and I guess I connect it to this relational thing. Yeah, 2016, uh, we had the lowest turnover for the Volkswagen brand on the West Coast out of wow. 123 years. It, so it's working. It's it what, comes right. back to, to purpose, points. right? Yeah, it comes yeah. back to purpose. Uh, you need to be competitive with wages. But if you can instill a purpose, hmm. people aren't going to leave because the grass isn't greener. Right. Sometimes people leave because the grass is greener, but it doesn't work out very often. So right. what, what, two, two questions. They're, they're related. 
what makes a great employee yeah. mm. to make this environment we're talking about? Right. What are you looking for in an employee? And what makes a great boss? Yeah, great question. Good question. For team member, um, instead of employee. team member. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, right? We're learning. We, yeah, we got some work. We're working here, yeah. What makes a great team member is someone who cares. Everyone can come in and want to be a great team member, mm. but they come, they're coming into a toxic environment. Right. They're going to learn what not to do. You know, onboarding, one of the things we want to hear from a new team member is give us an evaluation the first 30 days and at 60 days. What are your observations? What in your first 30 days, what do you see that makes you say, why do we do it that way? Right. We want your fresh eyes. Right. We've been doing this. We've got guys 15 years, six gals 20 years. We have a, a gal that's been there 38 years. Wow. She's been doing the same thing for 38 years. How do we keep her motivated? How do we keep her cutting edge? You know, yeah. right? We want to always be looking for ways to do things better. Hmm. And so team members, what makes a great team member is just to want to learn. Hmm. Just to want to learn and 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 be on time. You right. know, it's important to be on time. Right. Uh, but but it's important to want to learn and be part of something. So there's still expectation. Yeah. Oh, we have, we have expectation. Right. You know, we have, uh, we're getting better at that. Right. We're, we're all this year. That's one of our pushes. And, and it's when you enlist them to create the process, mm-hmm. you know, there's another book I read four disciplines of execution, which really, we got focused. It was probably our best year. The year I brought that in, and we did that process. And when you can do a process over time, of getting better and engaging people and telling people how they're doing. We haven't done a great job of having reviews and telling people how they're doing. There's a human need. There's a need inside for them to want to know how they're doing right? and for them to want to be a part of something special. Those are in there. right? And if you do that in your your organization... Tell me about the employer. What makes that person great? The boss? Yeah. A mindset in our... uh, Mission statement that I said earlier, team members first, then guests, then community. Hmm. I don't need the bosses to be... Position. Yeah. The leaders, if they're just telling people what to do, Mm -hmm. you know, the people in the front lines, the reason it says team members first is because if they're happy, they can treat the guests well. Right. Right. So the processes need to come from hearing from the team members. To give you an example, if you, historically, when I was selling cars... If you were late, the, the boss would come down and say, you're late. You can't be late again. If you're late again, you're going to be fired. Is that a way to start a ship? Right. Now, is that guy is that guy or gal going to go sell a car that day? Right. Or are they going to be looking online at a new job? Sure. What do you want? You're right. How well, that, that's good. I think uh, when I came into the uh, marketplace, that's the opposite. I heard the customer is always right. Take, you know, blah, blah, blah. So people were kicking the employee. Right. And... So right. they're getting it from both ends. They're getting it from their boss and the right. Customer. Right. Right. The, our leaders are servants to our team members. I want the guy and gal in yeah. the drive welcoming customers to have a be yeah. ready to have a great day. Wow. You know, and yeah. so, like I say, some of this gold standard book they're talking about preparations beforehand, and it is, and, and it's but it all comes from the who didn't want to do the new processes every time in here mm-hmm. is the leaders. Yeah. Right. But the team members did. And, right. and I think to Brandon's initial question, what's powerful about all of this is that you've had to do it under as much pressure as I've ever seen a business go through. I mean, yeah. this isn't just 
Oh, yeah. Auburn Volkswagen trying to tweak a few things. You have na- a worldwide issue, yeah. right? With I mean, uh, governments involved, yeah. and right. you're in you're creating this environment against all odds. That's what's impressive. Tell me about, and then I'll let Brandon wrap it up. But yeah. tell me about why I see uh, your face on Time Magazine. Yeah, because that that I think makes the point to me. Yeah. Right, is that this. The honor in the in the context of this swirl mm-hmm. yeah. going on. Talk about disreputable, getting trash in every newspaper and whatever, and you're able to be recognized as different. Tell me about Time Magazine. Time Magazine does a really neat thing with Ally Financial where they pick, uh, I think there's 51 representatives every year to be the time dealer of the year. Pretty much one every state, yeah, but it goes by population, so it might be two out of California, but it's 51 every year. And, and so we have one every year at the state of Washington. And for 2019, I was named the Time Dealer of the Year. Uh, and so that was, it was re- it's really a huge honor because it has to do with uh, customer satisfaction. Yeah. It has to do with philanthropic, what you do in the right. community. I mean, those are the biggest drivers of, of how you get chosen for that. And, and to be, when I got in the room, I mean, with the 51 of us, we were talking and going through. I read every bio and I'm going, you know, I'm doing my, I always like to be prepared. Russell Wilson always says separations in the preparation. So I yeah. read all 51 bios and going through there, I'm like, I'm voting for this guy. I'm voting for this guy. I'm voting, forget me. I mean, there, there's some people that the, the auto industry and the owners of dealerships is probably the most generous group of people I've ever been around. Really? Mm. So do you have a generosity mindset or a scarcity mindset? And I'd say for your organization. Wow. When you have a generosity mindset, you can respond with love. Yeah. And so, you know, we had a gal, uh, fake cancer, uh, that we had supported. And she'd been faking it for 10 years. What? And when it, uh, we would give her a pink beetle for the walk. We'd oh, be, you know, you talk about disreputable sure. right here. We're, we made a video for her. We've been supporting her for five years. Oh, they had the, the beetle was called, they had a team, you know, a team of walkers for 60 people. She was the Susan G. Coleman spokesperson oh, at the Sheraton Hotel, the whole deal, this went on. And uh, when they found out, I didn't know, when they, I got a call, come meet me now, and it was uh, a friend saying, uh, hey, this is just about to go down. Yeah. And so, guess what? Because we were the number one supporter, I got NBC, ABC, CBS, all coming to interview me in my office. Wow. And wanting to know if I'm mad. And wanting to know if I'm, Bro. do I feel wronged? And you know what? No. Wow. Helping her created so much awareness yeah, in our yeah. dealership to realize that 40% of our yeah. team members mm-hmm. have been touched by breast cancer. And, and these news people, and I kept saying principles of Jesus, loving yep. each other, yep. loving your neighbor. Yep. Right. We're here to do the right thing. Right. And, and we were able to bring a ton of awareness. And, and we just hope this doesn't damage Susan G. Cohen. Right. right? And so we, they couldn't believe their response because they want it. conflict. I yeah. love it. But, you know, dark Martin Luther King weekend, this weekend, Monday is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I mean, his whole thing was love drives out hate. That's right. right. Sure. Right? And it also conquers fear. That's right. right. And so is your mindset love or fear? And, hey, we, I get tough stuff every single month. We sound Pollyanna-ish here. No, but you live in the real right. world. Yeah. But if you're going to overcome it, you got to keep that love and generosity mindset. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll go down the rabbit hole of fear and scarcity. Right. You don't totally. get anything accomplished on this side. Totally yeah. awesome. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And, and, I, and, I, and if anybody's watching, we this is uh, what I would call divine providence because our first episode was on generosity huh. versus scarcity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have to go, watch see, that. go yeah. back and watch episode one because this guy lives it. Yeah. And these will be a wonderful pairing yeah. together. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. We're going to close it out. All right. Uh, we got all sorts of people watching, listening, sharing. It's going to come across many people. Um, there's employees. Team members. Team members. Yeah. Team members. Give them one action step. And and then an employer, uh, the boss, the, the coach, if you will, give them one action step. Maybe I can think of three friends right now. They own their own business and they, they feel like they're, they're trapped. They don't know right. what's the first step. You know, the long-term goal can be this. <clears throat> right. One thing they got to do right now. And then the, for the one person yeah. that's going to walk into their job tomorrow at 8 a.m., yeah. team member, yeah. what's one thing they can do? Team member. Okay. No matter how toxic the environment is. No matter what's around you, when you walk in, you're a leader. Yeah. People are watching how you tackle things. Mm-hmm. And if you are are you know, hearing negativity, 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 that's okay. It's okay. Just don't absorb it. I'm right. not going to absorb it. I'm not going to engage it. I'm going to respond with love. Right. And you can do that. No matter, I tell my kindergartner this on the play. She's a first grade, sorry. First grader, this at school. Yeah. Our daughters go to school together. Yeah. Uh, I tell my middle schooler and my high schooler, it it works the same in a workplace. Right. When you have toxicity and negativity and how you respond is up to you. And people are watching. And if you do it enough, this stuff fades away. Huge, right. This stuff fades away. So that's for anyone. Right. From a playground to a job. Right. And then for the, the, do you call them coach or are they boss? Because we're I'm, the, I'm head coach. You're the head coach. Okay, so for a head coach out there, yeah, head business coach, owner, number one, you know what? And I'm just looking at this after reading this. Right. Keep consuming information. Where are you getting your information from? If you're getting it from Facebook or yep. news or not, it's not going to work. Go with people who've done it or are doing it. Yeah, and, and watch his example. I would say because look at he's told us about three or four books. He's quoting Dr. King. Right. This, this man's a lifelong learner, and I don't think I've ever had a conversation or dinner with you where I wasn't talking about new ideas, yeah. right? something you had come across or I'd come across. This guy's living that. Yeah. Constantly be learning. And, and today in your organization, one of the things you can do in your communication and your learning, learn from your people. And by doing that, ask them what's happening. Yeah. So, right? And so today, one of the, you know, one of the things we're going to do that... I don't want to spill the beans too much. We're going to ask the customers, what's one thing about your service visit today that that you think we can do better? Yeah. Right. And, and if there's if the same thing comes up 25 times out of the 1,000 people this month, right. change it. Right. right? But, but engage the process yeah. of getting better. It's great. Well, thank you. Thanks for being here. Really? Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you guys for doing it. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for this is the kind of now I know there's 14 episodes. Yeah. This is my reading in the car. <laughs> Let's I'm do it. listening to this. So thank you. Thank you, man. All right. We'll see you next time on episode three of the Disreputable Podcast. First step, you know, the long-term goal can be this. <clears throat> right. One thing they got to do right now. And then the for the one person yeah. that's gonna walk into their job tomorrow at 8 a.m. Yeah. Team member. Yeah. What's one thing they can do? Team member. Okay. No matter how toxic the environment is. No matter what's around you, when you walk in, you're a leader. Yeah. People are watching how you tackle things. And if you are are you know hearing negativity, 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 that's okay. 
It's okay. Just don't absorb it. I'm right. not going to absorb it. I'm not going to engage it. I'm going to respond with love. Right. And you can do that. No, but I tell my kindergartner this on the playground. She's a first grade, sorry. First grader at this at school. Yeah. Our daughters go to school together. Yeah. Uh, I tell my middle schooler and my high schooler. It, it works the same in a workplace. Right. When you have toxicity and negativity and how you respond is up to you. And right. people are watching. And if you do it enough, this stuff fades away. It's huge, it's great. This stuff fades away. So that's for anyone. Right. From right. a playground to a job. Right. Huge. Yeah. And then for the, for the, do you call them coach or are they boss? Because we're I'm, the, I'm head coach. You're the head coach. Okay. So for a head coach out there, yeah. head business coach, owner. Number one, you know what? And I'm just looking at this after reading this. Right. Keep consuming information. Where are you getting your information from? If you're getting it from Facebook or yep. news or not, it's not going to work. Go with people who've done it or are doing it. Yeah, and, and watch his example, I would say. Because look, at he's told us about three or four books. He's quoting Dr. King. Right. This, this man's a lifelong learner. And I don't think I've ever had a conversation or dinner with you where I wasn't talking about new ideas. Yeah. Right. Something you had come across or I'd come across. This guy's living that. Yeah. Constantly be learning. And and today in your organization, one of the things you can do in your communication and your learning, learn from your people. And by doing that, ask them what's happening. Yeah. So right. And so today one of the, you know, one of the things we're gonna do that I don't want to uh, spill the beans too much, we're gonna ask the customers what's one thing about your service visit today that that you think we can do better. Yeah, and right. and if there's if the same thing comes up twenty five times out of the thousand people this month, right, change it, right, right, but, but engage the process, yeah. of getting better. It's great. Well, thank you, thanks for being here, really thank is. you for watching, thank you for listening, thank you for sharing, thank you guys for doing it. Oh man, yeah. Yeah. thank you guys for this is the kind of now I know there's fourteen episodes. Yeah, this is my reading in the car. <laughs> Let's I do it. Listening to this, so thank, thank you, thank you, man. All right, we'll see you next time on episode three of the Disreputable Podcast. <laughs>